Again, so thank you so much, Amy, for talking with me. Amy or Amy Jo? Amy Jo. Amy Jo. Thank yeah. you so much for talking with me about your film, Tammy's Always Dying. I saw it and I loved it. Oh, great. Um, the first thing that came to my mind when I was watching the film yeah. was the title is... I wasn't sure how to interpret it, but the, when, when we meet Tammy, I was like, it said in an exasperating tone. Yeah. Tammy's always dying, you know? So that yeah. was the first thing, because then we, we learned that this is something that she does all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and she's, she, to me, I, I thought of her as a toxic parent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I wanted to ask you for an inspiration for a story like this, because a lot of people do have toxic parents, but a lot of people don't talk about it. Yeah. And you don't look at it from the perspective of the child like how, like how it affects the child so you mm. dealt mainly with Catherine's perspective and how Tammy's actions have been have affected her from the time she was a child right up until she's an adult mm-hmm. so what led you to creating this story and I wanted to, what, wanted to know you don't have to answer like how personal was the story mm. for you mm-hmm. um, incredibly personal um, so I didn't write Tammy's Always Dying Joanne Sarazen wrote it um, and I first heard the screenplay at the Canadian Film Center two years ago, mm-hmm. um, and I I identified with it on a very deep core level um, when I heard the reading, and it made me laugh and it made me cry. Um, and so my father is a non-functioning alcoholic, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's a lot like the character of Tammy. He's wild and absurd and um, and funny and 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 so sad now like he he wasn't always the way he is now right and um so cathartically I just really wanted to tell this story as soon as I heard it it was sort of that was my way in um as well as my mother passed away of cancer 20 years ago. Mm. So I went through that as well of watching her get sick and pass away. So I had a lot of connection to the material. And and I love that what you just said, that because that's what it is. It is about... The daughter's perspective and and how she's she's dealing with it and being a child of an alcoholic, um, you don't necessarily realize how much it affects you and your personality and your life. Um, or I didn't I didn't realize all of that until the last maybe five or six years, just really breaking it down and, right. and taking a look. Um, my first feature film I did was called The Space Between, and Michael Ironside was an actor in the movie, and he's a recovered alcoholic. And he, in the middle of shooting, he looks at me and he's like, you're a child of an alcoholic, aren't you? Tell. And I was like, what? what? Uh, maybe? And he's like, I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, children of alcoholics make the best directors. Wow. <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. It is, yeah. <laughs> I think he meant because <sighs> there's a, a lack of feeling that things are in control, so we're very hands-on and very... Yeah. Uh, you, like, micromanage a lot of things. Cause just you're, like, can take on a lot of stuff. And yeah. Just, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it kind of makes sense because, um, like, as we see between Tammy and Catherine, like, Catherine does that. She manages Tammy's life. She has her own things to worry about, but she has to manage Tammy's life because the first thing we see her, the first introduction to Tammy and Catherine is her going to this bridge, mm-hmm. trying to talk her mom literally off the ledge. Mm-hmm. And when you have that kind of situation, and it's a very volatile situation because 
even if she doesn't intend to jump, the possibility of her just falling off and hurting herself is still there. Mm -hmm. And that's in the back of Catherine's mind always. She's And there's a scene, um, and, it kind of, and, and it's kind of like at the beginning and at the end of the film, and it like really, and that's when it really clicked for me was she was her safety net, literally. Mm. Right? So the mm -hmm. scene where, where she comes and finds the net in the ceiling, I was like, aha. Right? And, mm -hmm. it, and, and like she was always there for her. And But the thing is, is when you have, I like my parents, wouldn't, I wouldn't consider my parents toxic, but I've had like very um, volatile like relationships with my parents at times. Like at times that like, we didn't get along mm -hmm. and we didn't talk and stuff. So like I kind of related to that as well. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you about was when, because you're taking it from Catherine's perspective and also from your own background, um, there's a discussion with Doug. Mm -hmm. And when he's telling her, she's your mom, you have to look after her. And he's not listening to what Catherine was saying. Catherine was like, what about me? Yeah. Because he's like, you He's like, you can fix yourself. In the, you can fix this in the future. She's like, well, I have to worry about me now. What, what about the me of today? Yeah. And that hit me because I was like, a lot of people, we always tell, they tell kids, they're your parents. Yeah. You have to support them. Yeah. And she was like, no, I have to look after me first. Yeah. And I think a big theme within the film is about letting go. And yeah. I think, and I've learned personally on a, a personal level of there is a point in your life where there's nothing you can mm -hmm. do to help that person who the only person that can help them obviously is themselves. Yeah. And instead of letting it be toxic in your own life, trying to fix it, trying to save it, trying to, you know, help isn't even helpful um there there's a point where you have to let go right and when i discovered that maybe two years ago like everything in my life started to shift mm -hmm. in a really positive way and that's kathy's journey um and in this film we don't actually get to see the result of her letting go and what will happen for her ask you about that, but yeah, yeah but hopefully there's enough planted seeds that we understand that she is going to be okay yeah. and I think the character of Jamie mm -hmm. is is the character that does that the most is like it, he reminds her that life is possible it is possible to be happy without having to fill a void like you can right. you can just be right and just be happy and he reminds her that she's a good person yeah and um, i thought jimmy was really interesting because he like he he comes there and like he enters very nondescriptly like he he just he was like the bartender and he watched like doug um oh this like later just clicked in my head because Watching the film, we don't know what's going to happen to Doug, but it seems like almost like he was he came in just at the right time to like create a path for her to find her happiness without Doug because he saw her relationship with Doug and he saw what Doug means to her. Mm -hmm. And because also the fact he's a person who breaks this to her, I think he he gives her the possible he gives her the pathway to finding happiness beyond grief. Mm -hmm. And um and like for her like she she like the idea of happiness was like a foreign concept to her because when yeah. she when she's like oh you're just happy and it's just that easy he's like yeah she's like huh yeah yeah and like, I thought that was really interesting because a lot of people there's they they just get by mm -hmm. and they're just existing a lot of people I think of the thinker just getting by and just existing without and it's all just like a flip of a switch of your brain it's just perspective yeah, yeah. and that's that and and yeah and the weight of codependency and and having to deal with somebody who 
suffers from depression or alcoholism is such can be so painful and such a burden Mm -hmm. and people and I think for myself like the best way I can help my dad is to let go right is to just sort of remove myself from from the situation right because there is there's a part where you're there becomes a moment where you move from being supporting to being an enabler oh yeah where you're in where it's like they're they they have the they have the knowledge that you're that the person is always going to be there Mm -hmm. so if you're telling them don't do this don't do this but they're like you tell me don't do it, but you're always there to catch me when I fall, knowing that I'm going to do it eventually. Yep. So like, you do have to step away. You have away. to break the patterns. You do have to break yeah. the pattern. As my mom would call it a, gener- a generational curse. Oh, right? wow. That's, that's yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Because it's something that like you keep repeating the pattern. Or I'll pass that to my, my daughter. Exactly. Even if it's not alcoholism, it will be something else where you like... Yeah. Well, that's really cool because I feel like part of what helped me and drove me to let go from what was going on in, in my own personal life with my dad it was my daughter because mm. I wanted to set a good example and I also didn't want to drag her into a, a toxic situation yeah. Yeah. so yeah um, and for and for Catherine I wanted and so my next question is about grief mm-hmm. so there's this scene where she's at the clinic and her mom's getting the um, chemotherapy and the doctor's asking her about grief and she thinks the doctor's referring to her mom and the doctor's like no I'm talking to you <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, a lot of people, and this is something I've been thinking about re- recently because of like certain things going on with me, is we grieve. Sometimes we grieve before we lose someone mm-hmm. or even something. And like for me, I, I, I saw Tammy as grieving without even knowing she was going through the process of grieving. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you about that. If there was, if, because right after that is when Tammy like basically like, I can't do it anymore. And she walks away and she like talks and she goes to the station and she goes to the, to the program and she says, my mom has died. Mm -hmm. And she, and her mom is a, Kathy, yeah. Technically alive. Oh, wow, but she's oh, yeah, not, yeah, but she's, a little, but she's still alive. A little white lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> but I wanted to ask if that, if for her that was a part of her grieving process where she was like talking about the possibility of her mom dying and she was saying preparing herself for that. Yeah, especially when she's on the Gordon Baker show. Yeah. She has that moment where she talks about how her mother died, the fictional way her mother died. Um I, lo- I just, I think Anastasia is so good in the She's movie. So she, yeah. And her mom had actually passed away of cancer. And so she said that um, cathartically she sort of worked through a lot of her grief and her feelings while mm-hmm. shooting the movie. Oh. And that's why her performance is so effortless. Mm-hmm. And and there's just such an honesty to it. Did you go to the screening last night or the... No, I went to the screening oh. on... Okay. Okay. Because last night it was Anastasia's birthday, and at the end of the screening, we did the Q and A, and somebody had asked her specifically how Mm. was it um, playing that role, taking care of a person who's dying of cancer, and and then she just gave this really beautiful, honest answer about um, how she had to take care of her mom, and oh, it was very moving and very touching. yeah, oh, and I, I thought it was really interesting what you were just saying about sometimes we grieve before somebody's even died. Yeah. I feel like with my dad now, when he actually does pass away, mm-hmm. that's a whole other level. Yes, yeah. But <laughs> but part of um, I think being able to let go is to sort of go through a grieving process, yeah. and the film definitely is is about that. Yeah, yeah. I, like for me, I'm like I've been I've been sharing this with people more recently. And it was something I didn't talk about for years that my grandmother died of, mm-hmm. of cancer. She had liver cancer, and my it was my twin sister and I and our mama. We took turns 
looking after her. Mm-hmm. So like the scenes with Tammy going to the store and buying the diapers and buying the medications and the and the and the um, the toiletries and stuff. That was stuff that we did for my grandmother because we we prepped her and like she we didn't she didn't do chemotherapy because she was too far past when mm-hmm. they found it. But like and then the scenes where she's getting her hair combed and it's like coming. I'm like I've been there. I yeah. literally braided my grandmother's and saw the hair come out in my hand. Yeah. So and the, and the ironic thing is like a lot of the films I saw Tiff had dealt with like cancer and stuff. So I, and I didn't even intend to see films like that, but they just yeah. happened in the story. And and like sometimes I think like doing those kind of things does help with the grieving process because it prepares it not only gives you that time with the person but it also gives you the time to like just think about the things that you did before and it reminds you and it gives you the the, and it does help with I think with processing the grief and knowing that they're that they are going to eventually go my mother was so incredible so she got diagnosed with cancer on Halloween, whatever, on, I know, on, um, in 1998, and she lived for 10 months, mm. and probably the last two months she was alive, she accepted it, and she, you know, faced the fact that she was going to go, and she had so much grace and humor, and but she planned her funeral, she gathered everything she owned, and would have friends and people and family come in one at a time and she'd give them something special and like she helped all of us go through the beginning stages of the grieving process of of losing her and letting her go like that was such a gift she gave all of us to be able to so brave too like I can't even imagine and and how do you go from something that personal and then putting it on screen and because film is is something that a lot of people don't realize is personal for the filmmaker no matter what the content but when you are dealing with a subject matter like that mm-hmm. and then there's that the, with cancer because of how it and how it goes about killing people mm-hmm. and then there's your parents and then there's really the toxic relationship because you combine both your well no you didn't you didn't write it but like both of your parents are combined yeah, both in one in character right yeah. <laughs> and that's so bad like, when you said that, that was, I was like gosh I'm like, so it's true. not one but they it's both, two they both share they share inside of Tammy it's hilarious <laughs> so, so, um, so how did you just go about like being able to like function and do it and like direct and do what you need kind of like what, what, what Anastasia did um, you know there was a lot of there was a lump in my throat a lot mm. but at the same time one of the things I love about the script and what Joanne did with telling the story in this beautiful screenplay was ha- having a lot of humor mm. and and I I personally need that and love that yeah. when I'm go- dealing like like I said when my mom was passing away it was the saddest time but it was also a time where we all laughed so much like the absurdity of what was happening um, would strike us or me and my sister and as funny right because um, sometimes the absurd painful stuff we go through in life there is an absurd humor to it <laughs> you know yeah I mean, sometimes you have to just sit back and laugh at right what's happening um so that levity, mm. the levity that I think the film carries. It is a sad film, but I think it's a funny film too. No, there there is yeah. humor, and and like you said, and it is absurd because there's sometimes we find humor in the in the oddest situations and in the oddest things. Like even Tammy, like sitting down on the on um on the bridge, it kind of felt absurd at some points in time you were like are you being serious right now like could you just not and and that was like that ran through my head a couple of times and it was like am I being super callous right now but then it I'm like 
I think sometimes I think she thought of it as a game. Yeah. Oh, well, that was her manipulation. Yeah. And then when she finally, when she actually gets cancer, you know, and she's in the car and she's like, well, I'm actually, I'm afraid to die. And it's like, are you kidding me? And that, that's like where Kathy is like, I could have left. Like, so I didn't have to say, like you were never actually going to kill yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so, so that's the thing um, with the film because like the title like time is always is, is showing her in a perpetual in a perpetual state of dying but eventually it stops so like the ending I there's this moment where uh, Kathy's looking at her and she and like she nods her head and it looks like she's like oh, this moment of acceptance mm-hmm. and so I wanted to ask you so there's the ending that we as the audience see but what is your ending for what is your ending if you were if you had like five more minutes what would, what would your ending be? Would she have actually jumped or would she have been like, I face death without the net because the net is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And then she'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, and then I'm going to step back mm-hmm. and come over. Does she actually leave? Because that was, that, was that was one of the first things I thought of when the film ended. Like, five more minutes, what happens? Right. Um, yeah. So the ending went through a lot of different phases. Mm-hmm. But there is an intention that was set within the way Joanne wrote it, right. and I tried to stay true to it in in the way I filmed it. Um, I know when Felicity Huffman came on board, that was a huge part of the conversation, mm-hmm. was what does happen at the end. And... Um, I don't. I'm just thinking in my head, like if people haven't seen the movie. I don't want to say the ending. Uh, <laughs> I can just be like spoilers. Don't listen beyond this point if you don't want to know. <laughs> but, but to leave it sort of ambiguous because yeah. I think it can be ambiguous, yeah. um, um, even though it's not. No, because she's gonna die one or the other. She's she gonna, gonna die, die one or the other. Way, but it's just the like, other, and that's why it's not yeah. a film about suicide. No, it's because not. Because if anything, it's euthanasia. You know, it's 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 her taking it, that moment into her own hands because mm. she is in sparing her daughter from watching her suffer and, mm. and watching because that's painful to watch somebody die. It is. You but know? the thing, but the thing is, is it was interesting because she's mimicking what Kathy told the production crew I'm trying to remember she told the audience at the production yeah. she's like oh she didn't die by cancer she jumped yeah. and then to see her and then to see Tammy go and do it and is like and the moment when, the when Kathy says you know and then she saw me and she yeah. was like more than what she made me mm. and I feel like that's the moment at the end that's mm. what's important yeah 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 because it's about surviving whatever happened it's about surviving your past like you have to you like you have the scars but it's about being able to move past and realizing your parents experiences don't also don't necessarily always make your experiences and don't make you so it's like yeah. her, it's like her saying I'm not gonna I'm no longer gonna allow you to define who I am and who I could be because I, I remember yeah. the scene in her in the car she was like oh you're nothing we're all nothing we're all inconsequential but that's not true she, yeah. she's something because she's something because clearly she you rely on her so much that if yeah, she didn't exactly. have her, if she was nothing, you wouldn't need her as much as you Exactly. Do. But then Tammy does say near the end, you know, um, when I talk, sometimes when I say those things, I'm just talking about myself. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, yeah. projection, right? A lot of people project their own fears and their own pain onto other people, especially yeah. their children. Yeah. And they don't really I really am it. trying not to do that with my daughter. Yeah. It's like, so I think it's something intentional, something you have to be in, you have to make a conscious effort not to do. Not to do the, the same patterns that your parents yeah. did. Yeah. 
parents are complicated. Parents and relationships are complicated. Yeah, because we're all we're human. Yeah, people are it, just complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. And you have to look after this this little person that you create, and you'll be like, I have to bring you up now, and then make sure that you have to be responsible, right? And yep. Humans are so complex. Yeah. And the things that we do and the things that we say and then we don't realize how, how impactful they can be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, again, thank you so much for talking to thank me. Thank you. And I really enjoyed it. It was a great conversation. It was really lovely talking thank to you. you. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tammy's always dying. It's more, I think it's more than a lot of people um, will expect. Like, just reading the synopsis, it doesn't really give you a full idea of everything that comes through. Like, there's some things that we didn't even discuss that are things like her relationship with Reggie and, like, how yeah. toxic that is, too, Oh, gosh, so. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, again, so, again, thank you so much for talking <laughs> to me. Thank and you. And it was great, and, like, I hope you enjoyed the, the festival and yeah. I actually get to see some films this, this Oh, yeah, time. so that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm going to go uh, yeah. watch a bunch of... Yeah. Exactly.